What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Copon. It's December 15, 2023, and this is Lift and Learn episode 130. In this episode, I'll talk about how eating better will benefit your skin health and inching towards a life where you're sitting less and being more active. So strategies there, basically. Before that, though, I'll talk a bit about what I've been up to lately, and that might include fitness-related topics, and it might not. If you want to follow me, your host, on Instagram, it's isaiah.copon, and you can also check out my website, isaiahcopon.com. The podcast is on Instagram, at Lift and Learn Podcast, on Twitter, at Lift and Learn Pod, and also on Facebook. You can just search Lift and Learn Podcast. With that being said, let's get into it. Rest and sleep is one of the best things to get a hold of especially in these winter months. In the winter, prioritizing sleep and rest becomes crucial due to the unique impact this season has on our bodies. We already get reduced sunlight and therefore less vitamin D naturally from the sun from just not being outside as much as the summertime. So since the colder weather leads to a tendency to stay indoors, I mean, if you are outdoors, we're not getting, uh, we're not going to be getting in any vitamin D anyway because of how strong the sun is or technically how weak the sun is. This actually negatively affects our immune system and potentially disrupts our sleep cycles as well. That's why it's important to still keep a consistent sleep schedule during these months. I already mentioned it, but this helps with the immune system as well. With the increase in winter illnesses like the flu or the cold or whatever COVID variant we're on now, adequate sleep becomes a cornerstone of that strong immune response that we all want. Getting a good night's sleep and rest that ensures that our body... Uh, will do its best job to fight off infections more effectively. I've noticed this lately. I've been fighting these kind of sicknesses that I just talked about. Like I said, I mean, I work at a gym, so I'm around people all the time, all day. I've had clients who are on the verge of sickness be around me, so it's more important for me to be on top of my health game because I have yet to miss a day since I've been working here. I haven't been sick enough in order for me to miss a day, which is, I mean, that's clutch. But like I said, I do my best to get as much rest as possible while also doing whatever I can to boost my immune system and other aspects elsewhere, like uh, the sauna or steam room usage, eating right the majority of the time and making sure that I still work out consistently throughout the week. It never needs to be perfect. Just being consistent is going to be enough for all of us. Additionally, you may have heard of SAD, which stands for Seasonal Affective Disorder, which can also be impacted by lack of sleep or disturbances in sleep patterns, which is another reason why quality sleep can be so beneficial for your health. Alright, so this week, I don't know, pretty uneventful, I have to say. Can't really think of anything that stood out too much. I mean, the Lakers won that in-season tournament. LeBron's like 50 years old, still winning these kind of games, and being one of the best players on the court all the time is just ridiculous. Even his son, Bronny, played his first college game after his cardiac scare. That was pretty cool to see, too. When I was watching that Lakers game, actually, I was at one of my cousin's places. It was an 11-year-old birthday. So, naturally, they're playing Fortnite on their Nintendo Switches. And then they set up a boxing match in the middle of the living room, which is pretty entertaining to watch, too, actually. It was body shots only, which was the upsetting part, but still entertaining nonetheless. 
I also have to talk about the Movadi Gala, so our little get-together at work, kind of like our Christmas party. I mean, yeah, there actually was a tree in the corner, so it was pretty festive, since it was kind of the same room where people do Zumba in during the day. Uh, they dressed it up pretty nicely. The food was great. I didn't win any of the awards, but they had some great roast beef there. The sweet potatoes were top-notch, too. I'm sure they catered it and brought it in from the outside, but whatever it was, it was good. I even had some salad as well, and, you know, I went in on the cannolis along with the cupcakes as well. Everybody got to dress up, which was solid. Seeing everybody not in Movadi uniform was refreshing, for sure. And I knew when it was my time to go. Uh, towards the end of the night, I think it was around 10.30. First off, that's already past my bedtime. But uh, they told us to clear out the tables and chairs to clean up the dance floor. Yep, that's when I was trying my best to sneak out of there without anyone really noticing. And luckily, one of the one of the uh, people from downstairs, I won't mention any names, but he was going ham, doing the Dougie like nobody's business. He kept everybody distracted. I just snuck out the back, you know. I think that was successful to say the least. But, I mean, you know what? It was pretty fun anyway. I'm glad I wasn't forced to stay past that point, though. A bunch of the PTs went off to some after party. I think they went to a club, but... I'm in my 30s now. That ain't my scene at this point. I was not trying to get home at 3 a.m., especially since I had a bit of work the next day. And last thing, okay, so some iOS news. So let's just finish it here for today because I, uh, before I get into the fitness topics, if you have an iPhone, this is pretty cool. First, they released iOS 17.2, and it actually came with an official journal app. A lot better now, especially compared to when it first came out, which was just so like bare bones. There's like nothing in the app. But now there's like recommendations, there's notifications, and I'm sure there's other uh, other journaling apps out there that have similar features, but I've never actually tried or even wanted to add one onto my phone in the first place. So this is like one of those YouTube scenarios where they just added it onto the phone without me even like saying yes or no, but it's fine because... First time I opened it, sold me already because it recommended me to make a journal entry from my time in Hawaii. So it went back in time, pulled some photos, put them together, and just asked me to put in like a little blurb. So I might actually use this app a little bit. We'll see. I think I'll use it for the next week or so and see how it is. Obviously, I'd rather journal on paper, but I mean, the phone I have with me all the time. So maybe it'll be easier if I actually turn those notifications on to remind me to give myself that time of day to reflect. Question one, eating better to benefit skin health. Now me, lately, my skin has been looking decent, not saying it's the best out there, but it's been pretty good, especially compared to how it was like, let's say 2015, 2016, like height of my dirty bulk, you know, the good old days. I'll be honest, I don't have the perfect skincare routine. That's not what I'm dropping because at this point in my life, I still don't wash my face in the mornings or at night or after workouts. I know this might be seen as some kind of a feminine thing to bring up because us guys, you know, we're so macho and masculine and we don't need to wash our face or body or hair or whatever else, you know, we'll just use one product for all of that, you know, but I've been getting some questions about what you can do diet wise to improve your skin, not just the face too, just skin all over. You should already know that eating a healthy diet can have a positive impact on your skin health. So there's a few things I have here listed that could help promote better skin health. And one of the biggest things that'll make probably one of the biggest impacts is staying hydrated. Drinking enough water, this is crucial for maintaining skin moisture and elasticity. So you got to aim to stay well hydrated throughout the day. This one will usually get overlooked since there's 
I mean, so many other sources of liquid that may taste better than water. But those fruit drinks, natural or not, they're loaded with sugar. Have you ever actually looked at the sugar content in your food or your drinks? Look at the label, get your table sugar, and actually weigh out 10 grams or 25 grams of sugar. And that's what you're having in one serving. And, I mean, have you seen one serving already? Is like 250 milliliters is nothing. So you're probably having double that or triple if you have like a big glass. It's actually insane what these companies do to include more taste or make the food or drink more addictive so that you'll buy more. So water, that's your best friend when it comes to hydrating the right way. Of course, now we got to talk about the diet specifically, making sure to eat your fair share of fruits and vegetables. I think the biggest part of my skin health is my diet. Now, of course, eating fruits and vegetables is a major key to why my skin health is pretty good currently. I know now that I tend to break out and get pimples when I get less sleep, along with having more sugar in my diet from ultra-processed foods or whatever else it could be, If especially if I don't have like vegetables or fruits lately. Like if I'm off my spinach game or broccoli, it's like it's a wrap. So I specifically look for high foods uh, or foods that are high in vitamin C, vitamin A, antioxidants like beta carotene foods for general health will benefit your skin as well that's why i always talk about eating fruits and vegetables in the first place and getting in good fats which is the next one like your omega-3s and sixes from fish which is also anti-inflammatory along with nuts as well and that's a reason why i like to have cashews but you have to be careful if uh you don't want to have too many of those because then that could lead to weight gain vitamins a and c are also great for health uh, collagen is found in vitamin C, so that means citrus foods. But you don't want to go overboard, though. Just get a good dose of your vitamins from whole fruits. This also means you need to be more mindful of eating foods with more antioxidants like berries, which are great. These can protect your skin from free radical damage, so berries, nuts, even green tea helps. Foods high in zinc help as well, not only for better sleep, but for skin health, wound healing, reducing inflammation. Vitamin E uh, is another big one. This could help protect your skin from UV rays from the sun. Spinach, a great source of that. One of my favorites. So healthy fats, another big one. This could mean foods like avocados, nuts, seeds, and even fatty fish like salmon. These foods contain omega-3 fatty acids that can help maintain skin integrity. I've noticed this one helped me and my clients over the years a pretty significant amount as well. That's why it's pretty high up on this list. It's one of the first things to pop up in my head. Having a good amount of fat within your diet could be all it takes when it comes to clearing up some skin issues you might have. And I always talk about how protein is great for building the muscles, but if you've been listening lately, it's about more than that. Protein benefits just about every system in your body, and skin is just another one of those things that'll help. An increased protein intake is great for everyone, and protein is essential for collagen production, which is important for skin strength and elasticity. This is why getting in those lean poultry sources like... Uh, chicken, fish, tofu, beans in your diet. It's just another reason to eat more of it. And this one's pretty obvious here. You need to limit sugar and processed foods. There's no other food that'll cause me to not only feel like crap, but I mean, I'll look like it too, even worse than usual. (laughs) When I'm going on a little bit of a binge with my processed food intake, like the chips, the crackers, chocolate, Nutella, this is when I'll start to notice more pimples and dry skin more than usual. The high sugar intake can lead to glycation, uh, if that's even how you say it, which is a process that can damage collagen and lead to premature aging. We don't want that around here, okay? Do your best to avoid those or at least reduce consumption of sugary and processed foods. And you can see where the trend is going here. 
You need to maintain a balanced diet that consists of mainly whole foods and hydrate yourself. This is the biggest factor when it comes to looking your best. So whole grains like quinoa, whole wheat bread instead of refined grains. Whole grains are richer in fiber also and can help regulate blood sugar levels, potentially improving skin health. A a well-balanced diet has all the essential nutrients. Uh, You don't want to be cutting out major food groups unless you already know you have an intolerance, like maybe to dairy or gluten if you have celiac disease. And that's pretty much it. Work on inching your way toward an all, uh, or yeah, an all whole food diet. Um, and not only will your skin look better, but your whole life will change physically and even mentally as well. It's easy to overlook the diet with the way our modern life is. We're just too busy to make your own food. So you resort to eating out or going out to the grocery store and, um, picking up foods that you can just unwrap and pop in your mouth. The convenience these days, that's a big selling point. But actually taking time out of your day to pick foods that will actually help you and benefit you is going to be the biggest obstacle to overcome. But once you start, you won't want to go back because of all the positive changes you'll see in your life. Question two, how to sit less and be more active. This one's easier said than done, but of course sitting less and being more active is going to lead to you looking better physically and just benefits your overall health. The thing is, it's so much harder these days, especially during winter, and ever since the pandemic, a lot of people are now working remotely from home, so I'm getting a lot of questions like, how the heck do I sit less because I'm sitting all day now, only getting up to get something from the fridge or pantry or whatever else. So any additional movement that we do daily is going to be beneficial to reduce certain health risks like coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, some cancers, you get the point there, everything, high blood pressure, all that. Typically, you want to get 150 minutes a week of just moving. Uh, doesn't even have to be strength training or exercise or whatever. Better than nothing to do even just a little bit. Like I said before, a little bit of effort actually does go a long way. Being inactive could, of course, show on your body with fat, but it could also be detrimental to even your bone health. If you don't use it, you lose it. About a third of all people, so more than 30%, so more than 33% of people are physically inactive. As you get older, we become less active because life and work just gets too busy, and we don't have recess anymore to force us to go outside and play to a certain extent. Having muscle and using your body is the best preventative measure when it comes to not losing bone mass as you age. It's not going to be some pill you're going to get from the supermarket or your doctor. It's exercise. So you got to take breaks every hour or so. I mentioned before that timers have been huge when it comes to breaking up work when working from home or spending a lot of time relaxing and lying down or sitting down. This might mean having to set an alarm. I think it was just last week where I was talking about setting up an alarm for remembering to drink water. You could definitely do the same thing with an alarm that'll remind you to get up and move. Now, the Apple Watch does this, but... I'll be honest, 99% of the time I get that notification, I just ignore it. So that one might not work for you either. The guidelines sound tougher than it sounds, but if you break it up to days, then it becomes and sounds more manageable. Remember that this is going to depend on your own fitness level. If you're more in shape, then you'll have to work harder to improve. If you're already pretty inactive or a bit overweight, then there's not really a need to push yourself super hard because that can actually be stressful on your body and your heart. So... Just take it easy and light at first and then ramp up intensity when you feel comfortable, um, when you feel comfortable that you can handle more. So no need to go like zero to a hundred real quick. Like, you know, what Drake said.
These days, we're spending a lot of time at home, but using a few simple strategies, we can still be active throughout the day. I mean, if you're someone who watches TV regularly, get up during commercials. If you're binging a show on Netflix, get up and stretch every episode. And you can do the same when it comes to gaming. Every time maybe you die in a video game, get up and stretch quickly. I do this when I'm playing Call of Duty or... Every time one of your games finish, do the same thing. If I, I do that if I'm on NHL or let's say playing NBA 2K or maybe FIFA, this is still a good strategy. You don't just want to sit uh you just you don't just want to be sitting for hours on end. I have a client who actually got an exercise ball to sit on during his gaming sessions. Now, this is better than sitting on a chair because your core has to stabilize more and be more active. Obviously, getting up is still going to be beneficial, but this is something that could work as well when it comes to just getting your body used to doing more throughout the day. At work, find an excuse every hour or so. Get up. Like, they'll live without your, like, nonstop working. Trust me. I mentioned timers before that could help you in this situation as well. If you have stairs in your house, use them. Like, actively go out of your way to go up and down them a few more times than usual during the day. This might also mean investing in a standing desk that you could work on. This is going to be better uh, than sitting for your health as well. I even have some clients who tell me that they've started to walk during their work calls. I think this is a great idea. Although nowadays it is tough to get out and do those walks, but even just walking in the house during uh, during those calls could go a long way when comparing that to sitting down. Getting up to stretch every now and then will benefit you as well. This is something most people are lacking throughout the day. I'll get a new client come into the gym and we start doing something simple. We're doing our warm ups, so we're doing like hip flexor stretches in a lunge position, and then things just start cracking. So, not in a bad way, or uh, we'll do rotation stretches, and again, more cracking, and they're like, oh my god, I haven't moved this way in so long, it felt good. Now, it's not as extreme and dangerous as those chiral stretches and cracks you might see on social media, but stretching could help get rid of those little knots and aches you might have. This is one of the biggest obstacles we have facing our society today. We're usually just sitting around, just not moving enough, and it's time to break this unhealthy habit because since the pandemic, we've been doing a lot more of it lately, and that's caused our health to take a hit as a general population. So it's time to start prioritizing that for the rest of this year and for 2024. So you need to start now and get into that habit of getting up and moving. You'll see that next year, you'll be better off. You'll be in better shape physically and mentally than you were this year if you do just some of the things I listed today. And if you continue to listen to these episodes, I hope to continue helping and inspiring you to make those positive changes that you can take with you for the rest of your life. And that concludes episode 130 of the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you really enjoyed the episode or my podcast as a whole, then please leave a review and comment on iTunes or whatever your choice of podcast platform is. Also, if you haven't already, you should hit that subscribe button because I'll be releasing episodes every Friday. If you want to follow me, your host, I'm Isaiah.Copon on Instagram. And you can also check out my website, IsaiahCopon.com. If you want to follow the podcast, you can check out at Lift and Learn Podcast on Instagram. And there's also a Facebook page if you just search Lift and Learn Podcast.